Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. I am your host, Michelle Burkhardt. Welcome. All right, so today uh, the title is pretty simple, Suffering. Uh, This comes because I've had several interactions on Facebook recently, and they've all focused kind of on this idea of suffering. And so I want to kind of clarify a couple things about suffering, because suffering really does have uh, more to do with our thoughts than our outward circumstances or situations, okay? There's tons of writers, authors, theologians, philosophers, researchers out there that all agree that suffering comes from your mind. It comes from your thoughts. It's actually not real, right? Something as simple as somebody saying, hey, you know, I know the world's falling apart, but, you know, still have a positive attitude, have gratitude. Really what they're saying is you can feel different, even though your circumstances might be showing that everything is falling apart. Okay. So I I think it's very interesting. Um, Several of those interactions on Facebook were were centered around this idea of uh, I have to change outward circumstances in order to feel different. Now, I understand that logic. So for example, there is a connection with your physical environment and your mental health. So, you know, I'm looking around my room right now. I've got trash. I've got recycling. I've got, you know, a couple suitcases that haven't been unpacked um, because I'm getting ready for another trip this weekend. So I'm like, oh, why unpack when you, you know, but I can take a few minutes today and spruce up my environment and have, um, uh, you know, more, more clarity in my thinking. So there is a connection there. However, that, that, um, link between those two ideas goes the opposite way. And a lot of people don't understand the power behind that. So let's talk about that for a minute. So let's say that for whatever reason, um, you know, life uh, hands you a bunch of stuff. Uh, I saw a friend of mine on Facebook the other day, their dishwasher broke, their fridge broke, their dryer broke. Uh, So she was like, yeah, I'd love to win the lottery now. (laughs) I get that. Sometimes life will, will send a bunch of things at one time, right? So maybe you're, you're in a position where you have no money right? Your bank account, you're like, yeah, not only, not only do I not have money in there, but like, I need a whole lot more, right? But you get to choose, am I going to suffer or not? So two people in the same scenario could choose to feel very different. So one person could say, oh my gosh, the world is ending and really get caught up in it. Another person could look at that situation and say, wow, we've got a lot coming our way. We, uh, we, (laughs) Hey, who, who can we ask for help? Right. Um, but they, they've chosen not to suffer. Sure. They still have the problem, but they're not suffering in their thinking about the problem. Um, here's another example. Let's say you have, um, Uh, a bad relationship. And I I put bad in quotation marks. Um, One of the things that I often notice with some of my clients and friends and colleagues, let's say there's a situation where um, parents have been divorced, but they're still co-parenting, 
right? Uh, I've got a friend right now who's dealing with this and, and, and she's actually doing pretty well with the co-parenting thing. It's the, um, the other co-parent, uh, of her significant other. Okay. So this is a significant relationship. You're, you're still co-parenting with that other person. You just never chose to do that on your own. It's like, here you go. Here's a bonus co-parent. And so how do you handle a situation like that where it might be very contentious, right? Well, I mean, there's a lot of tips and, and strategies that we're not going to go into today for that. But one of the things that I, I can tell people is your thinking is your choice. What you choose to dwell on is up to you. You cannot control what that other person says or does. Now you can put up some boundaries, right? You can say, okay, I, I can accept this, but not this, right? You can definitely advocate for the child that you're co-parenting for, right? There's different things that you can do there. However, you can't control what the other person does. So when that other person who's typically from a lower level of awareness operates out of fear or reflex and says or does something that you don't like, what are you going to do from there? Are you going to choose to suffer? So internalize that. I, I saw a meme the other day that says, don't pick up that thing and like rub it into your heart and spend time with it. You don't have to pick it up, right? It's kind of like uh, the old saying, you don't have to um, attend every argument you're invited to, right? I don't, I don't have to be a part of that. I don't have to be a part of your drama. Um, one of the things that I'm noticing in my life right now is I feel like I'm, I'm <laughs> life is like a big TV. And each person I interact with is having their own television show. And oftentimes I just look at them and I think, first of all, you know, this is just a TV show. You can turn the channel at any time, right? You don't have to think that. You don't have to feel that. You don't have to be that. Um, but also I look at that for myself and go, huh, I've been on this TV channel for way too long. Let's switch it. <laughs> Well, let's, let's, let's move spots here. I don't, I don't have to spend time with this person that brings all this negative energy. Okay. Also think about, you know, if you have pain in your body, you know, I know some people who have chronic pain and fatigue. And if you really truly understood the level of pain that they're dealing with on a daily basis, uh, especially some friends of mine that have some back issues, uh, you would wonder how in the world are they still living and functioning? I also know some other people who, you know, they, they have some pain, uh, but yet they choose to, you know, kind of milk it. The, the old, um, I guess, stereotype of the man cold, right? The, the man gets a cold and all of a sudden the world is ending. Um, but in reality, you get to decide, all right, I have pain in my body. Now, listen, Maybe you don't get to decide if that pain is there, right? But you do get to decide, am I going to suffer or am I not? Am I going to do something about this? Am I not? Is there anything to do, right? You get to decide what you're going to do about that pain. So whether it be money or relationships or pain, um, you can always do something or change your thinking about that, right? But you don't have to suffer. So 
<laughs> I find it very interesting. Let's say you've got, you've got pain, you've got grief, you've got loss, you've got some of these other um, quote unquote negative things, right? When you resist those things, so I, I see this a lot with people um, as far as grief, you know, trying to resist the grief. I should, I should just get over it. I should be over it by now, right? When you're resisting it or you're running away from it, um, trying to run away from your pain, especially emotional pain, right? You've got trauma, drama, high stress, you've got stuff and, and you don't want to deal with it, right? Or you judge it. So, so you, um, you might have this, uh, you know, maybe you make a mistake, right? You made a mistake at work. You lost your temper, whatever. Now you're going to judge yourself, the situation, the other person. Uh, when you do that, what happens is you take this pain, grief, and loss. And it's kind of, like I said earlier, you pick it up, you rub it into your heart and it kind of becomes a tattoo on you right? It, it, it's permanent. It's like, oh, it's there. It's not going away. But if you can befriend the pain and the grief and the loss. So if you can say, okay, grief, I know you're here for a reason. And, and the beautiful thing about grief is that you can't have grief if, unless you've had love. So you will never grieve something you didn't love. So you can focus on that and say, oh, this person, this situation, this event, uh, I, I feel this grief. Okay, if you can sit with that and say, oh, what, what do I need to know about this? Uh, some, many times pain or discomfort will come in your body and there is a metaphysical reaction. This is why I love Psych K. Uh, oftentimes, uh, I'll just share this, uh, cause I, I've done a lot of work for myself and also with some other clients, but there is, um, an allergic reaction protocol that we can use with site K. If you have had a sudden allergy that has come on over time, uh, and, and it ha it, it definitely causes issues in your body. Like I had a mushroom allergy that hospitalized me for three days. Okay. Uh, kind of a big deal. But when I went through and I did the work on that, it was very sudden. It was not something I've had since I was born. And there was a, a belief attached to it. Very, very, very strong, deeply rooted belief. And when I worked on that belief, all of a sudden, now I can enjoy mushrooms again. Okay. So oftentimes we have uh, uh, something happening in our body. It's a message trying to get to us, say, hey, we need to work on this, right? So if we can friend, you know, befriend the pain and say what, what's happening, what's the lesson, what's the message, and turn that into an action step, that's a gift. But many times we don't go that route. We, we just, you know, we'll focus on this is painful, and it becomes suffering to us. Okay. These gifts that are coming your way never have to make you suffer again. Suffering is a choice. So if you want to talk more about that, or you're struggling with that, or you want to know more about the allergy protocol for Psyche, please let me know. I always put my email in the description. So reach out, let me know. All right. With that, uh, go be free. I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.